Welcome to Around Our Schools, a monthly program on KMUN that informs about educational and career training programs in our area. I am Sarah Meyer. Margaret Firmuth is our tech guru. Tongue Point Job Corps Center has been in Astoria since 1964. It is a career training program for youth 16 to 24. During the pandemic, almost every student was sent home. Federal monies helped maintain the staff, but recruitment and the programs are still rebuilding student numbers. The center is contracted for up to 473 students, and the projected enrollment will be at 381 by the end of September. Currently, most of the students are recruited from six Oregon counties. Local youth are welcome to apply, and if successful, they live on campus. Those qualifying for the seamanship trades might enroll from any place as Tongue Point is the only site for this program and it has the capacity of 130 enrollees. Today we are learning how students get to Job Corps and how Job Corps helps them as they transition to the working world. Welcome Erica Bruni, the Outreach and Admissions Specialist, and Roger Lindsley, who is in the Career Transition Department. Erica Bruni, tell us about yourself and your journey to Astoria and Tongue Point Job Corps. Uh, absolutely. First of all, I want to thank you for having us here. Honestly, um, love being able to come here and talk about what we do and brag about our students and our program. Um, I'm a local graduate, graduated from Warrington in um, 1991, <laughs> um, went to Oregon State and then joined the Navy. And so kind of traveled all over the place, been all over the country, um, had lots of different jobs in administrative um, positions, things of that nature. Um, and then decided it was time for me to move home, um, come back here to the Oregon coast, raise my children. Um, so we moved back. Um, my first job that I applied for here, moving back, um, was a secretarial position out at Tongue Point. I immediately fell in love. I fell in love with our students, our program, our mission, the entire thing. Um, and so 17 years later, I'm still there. <laughs> wow. Well, what is the job of outreach or admission? Um, for outreach, um, so while I, I was an instructor there for, um, for the last several years, I've been an instructor. Um, and while I loved that, being able to make this transition into outreach, um, outreach is the next best thing. I get to go out in the community, I get to go and talk to people and tell them about our program and how it benefits their students um, and help change that narrative of people, of what they think of Job Corps and what they think that it is um, and tell them about what it really does and about how successful our students can be after they graduate. Um, and then admissions part of it, um, that's me going and working with, this, with the students that want to, that want to apply um, and helping them find a trade, helping them find their path um, and getting them onto our campus and going through the admissions process with them and being you know, their cheerleader and their support. And then when they get on our campus, I'm still there. Um, my office is on campus, so I'm still meeting with those students um, talking to them, being their support, they come to me, okay, Erica, this really sucks, and, and having those conversations with them. Because it can be difficult, and having somebody that they've known before they got there makes it, makes it easier for them at times as well. Okay, well, Roger Lindsley, tell us about yourself and your journey to Astoria and Job Corps. Well, I worked as an on-call instructor for Tongue Point Job Corps for six or seven years. At the same time, I held other jobs in the town, including working for the City of Astoria Public Works. As my role as a substitute instructor, I worked in every trade at Job Corps. It gave me a lot of experience in knowing how uh, each trade worked, and I, I really enjoyed it. So when this job came up, Career Transition Department 
was something that was contracted out to uh, a contractor. And we didn't have control over what happened to our students after they separated from the center. So this is a new uh, department for us, Career Transition Services is a program almost unique to Job Corps. We are funded and we are based on our job placement outcomes. So our new expectation is that students leave with a job when they graduate. Wow, I mean, just wow. To leave with a job, that means that they are trained and ready to go out to work. And they have no debt. Okay. Erica, well, how is a student recruited? Let's go back to the beginning here. Okay. Um, so we have, the students learn about us in a variety of ways. Um, obviously, we have websites, and then even sometimes there's commercials on TV or online. We have commercials on YouTube right now. But really, our best methods of recruitment is word of mouth. It comes from former students or current students who are talking to people about their experiences, about what they've learned, what they're learning, um, and how their life's changed after, after they graduated and about their jobs and how much money they're making and about how they feel more successful and accomplished afterwards. I mean, that's the best. I mean, there's really no better way to advertise than that. But our second one is, in which this is the, our new to our contract, is I'm here. I'm here in Astoria. I'm based on Tongue Point, And I get to go, I cover Clatsop and Tillamook counties. And I get to go out to the schools and talk to, talk to students in the schools. I can talk to community groups, parents, and tell them about what we have to offer and um, do the recruitment that way in a face-to-face -face manner. And really just, I can talk to anybody who I can corner for more than two minutes, so, <laughs> um, which I have done on a, on a few occasions. Um, but it's getting that word out. And, and since I've been doing this, like I went into the florist just the other day and was having a conversation with him as, as I was checking out and, oh, oh, you work at Tongue Point. Oh, well, what do you know about that? And so it's just kind of really cool to be able to, from admissions part of it, going, oh, here I get to talk about it. Here I get to brag about it how, and about what our students can do and, and the wages that they're going to earn when they graduate and things that are offered to them. So it is career training. It is a little bit different than what it was in 1964 when Job Corps started. So a lot now, different. It's based now in the counties, six counties surrounding Tongue Point. So most all the students are now, except for the seamanship program? Well, yes and no. Okay. Um, those are where we have admissions counselors at in those six counties. But we can get students from Oregon and Washington. Um, it just depends upon what trade that they want and what's available. Right now with COVID, there are still some centers that are not accepting live enrollment. Um, so they can go to other centers that are, that are further away from them um, if they have the trade that they're interested in. So tell me kind of a timeline of a student that's deciding they want to come to top to Job Corps in at Tongue Point. They, I like it, I want to come, when can I get there? What's, what's that timeline? Um, usually from the time that I get that phone call that I want to come, I want to enroll, to the time that we're getting an approval is usually six to eight weeks. Um, we do have hoops we got to drop, we're going to jump through, and um, we've got the whole application process, and then it's got the approval process, so it's going to go through uh, um, quality assurance first to make sure that we have all the paperwork and all the forms and everything is, is as it should. And then it's going to go to the campus. And then it goes to the different departments on campus. Um, and then they all sign off on it. And then we get to, once they have that final approval, then we call them, we let them know. And then depending upon what trade that they want, um, either we're saying, okay, can you come next Tuesday? Or we're saying, all right, well, there is, you know, there, 
there is a wait for this trade, it's full right now. Um, and then we, we talk about that, that wait time. But typically a student will know before when we're going through the application process, they're gonna know, because I'm gonna tell them, well, actually, you know, welding has a six month wait. All right, so here's some other options that we can look at, other trades that, that, that we can do, or we can go ahead and wait for that welding um, trade to open up and, and then we can bring you in then. So a student that wants something that's full could come in on a different trade and get certified at that trade and move in when it's opening? Um, yeah, it's not a guarantee, but right now with our numbers being so low, it, <laughs> it, is, it is a possibility, yes. Because um, we have some that have some crossover, like our um, architectural glass, metal and glass. Um, they don't just install windows, they build them. They cut the glass, they weld the frame, they do the entire thing. So a student who wants welding, if they go into the architectural metal and glass, they are gonna start learning some welding, some basic welding. And then um, some of the things they can do, because we do pay for college for up to two years after you complete a trade. So if they want welding, there's not, there's not welding available after they finish their glazing, we'll pay for them to go to college and do the glazing program here at Clatsop Community College. That is just extra outstanding. Um, let's then, so we've got a normal wait time and you greet the new enrollees when they come in? I try to, I try to. Um, we do have a, an official um, process that we go through where we, when they come on campus um, and they're gonna they're get assigned a mentor, which is another senior student on campus that kind of helps guide them through. Um, and then I try to be there when they come on campus as well. Um, however, sometimes my schedule doesn't allow or they're not coming in until 10 o'clock. And while I love my job, I also like <laughs> maybe not want to be there till 10 o'clock. Um, so, um, so we do have people that are there always to greet them and get them settled in for the evening into their room and kind of um, that. And then we have the mentors and then we get them into their, their um, they'll meet all of their, we call them their input brothers and sisters because um, we get new inputs every Tuesday. And so there's a group of them and they have a tendency to just kind of bond together because they go through it together. So you've got every Tuesday you have new people coming in mm -hmm. and then six to two years, six months to two years later, do you have every Friday those people <laughs> graduating or is it more of a... Well, we do, we do graduations three times a year. Three times, okay. Um, COVID's kind of altered a lot of how our normal process is, but here hopefully soon we're gonna be going back to that, going back to our normal. Um, but we do um, have um, students that are graduating every single week. So we get new inputs and we have some that are graduating. Right now with us having so many new students on campus, we're not having as many graduates because we've only been doing live enrollment since November of last year. So we've got a lot of new students okay. on campus. So building up. <laughs> yes. So there we go to Roger then. So Erica recruited trainees and as they train and then approach graduation, you step in to help in their transition to the working world. Well, yeah, one very important component to Tongue Point Job Corps is our work-based learning. It's our internship program. And here in Astoria, Tongue Point students have poured sidewalks, built improvements up at the Astoria Column. Uh, they've repaired the Doughboy Monument, and they have restored historic buildings in the historic district. So that part is really important for Job Corps. Job Corps is accountable for our student outcomes, and in the last quarter, Tongue Point was the number one center in the nation ra rated on those outcomes. The Astoria Warrington business community helped make that happen. It takes more than a village to launch young adults into high-paying, high-skilled careers. It takes a business community willing to invest in these young people. Wow. So we have internship programs, 
before they are, go on to a paid trade. Correct. These are all learning systems. And they're here for up to two years, and then they go out, and then what do you do to get them ready to go out to a job? Are there on-site classes on budgeting and, and that kind of work so that they learn how to take care of the money they're going to be earning? We have exactly that department, and we've had that department for a while now. Uh, Sharon Haller and Marin Berg-Ruper, uh, they teach a class that should be required for every student in Clatsop County, in my opinion. These are practical skills so important to navigating today's world. When we have a student graduate, they can be making four to $7,000 a month, and you need to know how to manage that. That transition is a giant step forward for our students. These two instructors do not just give basic advice, they care, and they work with students to develop plans for their future. So does that, like, five days a week as a class, or is it a, a once, once in a lifetime, they get everything poured on them and they're done? Or? Yeah, we have two classes. One is mid-process and one is at the end of the process when they're preparing the resumes, doing actual job interviews, and applying for jobs before they leave. So they do that on campus, they apply for a job. How do you find all these places to place students? We found it on something called the internet. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> and to, to be fair, a lot, of our, a lot of our instructors are union people. A lot of our trades are union. And these union instructors have the ability to put the students into an apprenticeship program right away at the top of the list. And we have employers calling us. I think the ratio is like 10 to 1 right now. I mean, 10 employers want one student? Yep. We cannot meet the demand. And if you're an employer, you have to consider what a Tongue Point Job Corps student is. It's somebody who's been trained, they've been certified, they've passed the physicals, they've passed the education. Uh, they're pre-apprentices, and they're ready to go. And that's a big contrast to a lot of today's labor market. Today's labor market is very tight. And for a skilled profession, it is difficult to get somebody who's qualified even to apply. So in, in my head, it just says it should be an overflowing applicants coming into Job Corps. And yet we have to recruit. A lot of what we're up against sometimes is the negative narrative that has kind of been built around Job Corps. Um, that that's, you know, that that's where the juvenile delinquents go or that's where um, it's either job or, or job or uh, jail or Job Corps. Um, and that's just not the case. Our students, our students can't even be on probation and come to Job Corps. Um, and that's, I mean, honestly, that's one of the huge messages we want to get out there is because parents don't want their, their students, their children to go there because they've heard, oh, that's, you know, it's, it's not safe out there. And it couldn't be, it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you know, students in high school, they can be in probation and be in high school. They can't be in probation and be at Job Corps. Um, so our students, they have to, they have to meet some, some pretty strict um, regulations to be able to qualify to come into our, into our, into our program. And, um, and we help them get there. That's part of my job is also to help get them ready and to understand what that's going to look like for them. And that it's not just going to be a, a walk in the park, that this is going to take hard work and dedication on their part to be able to get through. And then that's why then we have Roger coming in and he helps him get those jobs and then it all makes it worth it for them. You know, that that, that prize at the end, at the end is I have a job that not only gives me a livable wage, but I have my self-respect and the accomplishment that I did this. 
And I'm gonna, can I jump in here for just a second? My family has been in Vernonia for like 100 years. And I graduated in 1985 and I never heard about Job Corps. And I was a perfect candidate for Job Corps. A lot of my classmates are. And those of us who are still alive, hopefully our sons and daughters know about Job Corps now. It, there's, there's a lack of visibility in our school system about this option of Job Corps. And that's something that we're going to address specifically in, in our region through Erica and her team. That's what, when I heard that it's recruiting locally, much more locally, I thought this is perfect. It's such a good move for what Job Corps is all about. And if you're training and you have job placements locally, you're just all included in the world of work, as well as the world of self-respect in how you train to, to get that job that you want. I mean, it doesn't get better. Well, and it's, it's a great mix of both hard skills and soft skills. So, um, you know, a lot of teaching our students, you know, not only how to do the job, but how to keep that job, you know, about being punctual, about, you know, good communication, um, you know, all of those skills that it, that it takes to make a good employee. Like, you can teach anybody to, ham you know, to, to build something, but you can't make them be um, a good employee if they don't know what those skills look like. So that's a good part of what we do as well. And then I'm pretty excited as um, recently here, just the end of the school year, I got several schools here in the county um, and in Tillamook County um, that I'm going to be going to once a month and teaching um, life skills classes to um, students that are interested in Job Corps. Um, and so we'll start prepping them for being um, that are interested and want to learn more about it. But then once a month, I'll be going in and doing um, life skills. Like we're going to learn how to change a tire. We're going to learn how to, um, we're going to do a cooking class, you know, of cooking with a microwave, you know, so some of those things, those basic things, um, doing your taxes. Um, we're going to do lots of classes like that. Um, so we can teach those students and also talk about Job Corps at the same time. I think it could be a really great recruitment tool and a great education for students, even if they don't want to come into Job Corps. So in recruiting, ages are 16 to 24. Do you get most of your students in the 18 to 20 year old or is it pretty much a mix? Um, a lot of the students that I'm working with right now are, um, well actually right now, I'm getting a lot of 17, 18 year olds who dropped out of high school during COVID because of the distance learning is a lot of what I'm getting right now. They, they were doing well in high school until the distance learning and then it just wasn't good for them and so now they're going I I need to finish high school I need to do something else other than what I'm doing right now and so they're revisiting so then they're coming to Job Corps as, as a viable option because sometimes especially if you live in small communities um, you're GED and you can't you've aged out to be able to go back to high school those sorts of things it's um, they're looking for other viable options for them that doesn't cost them anything you know I mean that's always a concern. So clarify, it doesn't cost them anything real for the listeners. And it doesn't cost anything to come to Job Corps. It is completely free to the student and to their parents. Um, it is funded um, by taxpayer dollars. Um, they, their food is provided, their, their housing, we have dorms on campus. Um, and their food, their tuition, their vocational clothing, their trade clothes are all provided to them while they're on campus. Um, and so when they graduate, they're completely debt-free, unlike um, a lot of, if you go to a four-year college, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna incur some, some student loan debt and things of that nature. And I can, we can pretty guarantee that most of our students that are graduating are making more money than most college graduates are, um, just because they're in the trades and 
with our economy being what it is, it's booming and they want it. So they're ending up with no debt and Roger helps them get into a job. Does Roger keep track of them after they're out, of, out and about? Yes, so we keep track of our students a year after they graduate. And I can't imagine a case where a student who's beyond their one year gives me a call and I don't help them. So we want them, we want them to be successful. And in fact, right now, something that I am seeing quite a bit of in our new classes are legacy students. They have had family who've gone through Job Corps. And based on that experience and their success, they come, they send their students, they send their sons and daughters to Job Corps. And these people take Job Corps very seriously. And they help with us in the retention and the graduation. And it all makes sense. For me, it all makes sense. Job Corps is somewhere between maybe a tiny bit of a military experience, maybe part of a college experience. They graduate, if they get their high school diploma at Job Corps, they leave with another $500. Uh, they get uh, a, an allowance mm -hmm. every two weeks. And uh, we're also taking them out on trips now. Now that COVID has opened back up, we have recreational trips to the beach, to the bowling alley. So, golf. <laughs> yeah, we, we want them to be happy and to be successful. And I, in turn, want their children to come back to this Job Corps long after I'm gone. Pretty exciting. So you get new students every week and they get filtered into the whole campus and they have mentors that help them. And then six months to two years, they're graduating and they're on to the work world and they continue with you or can they go on, you said college might happen? Here at Classic Community College or we have hundreds of options for them to do advanced training so they can go on and do more specialized training in their in the field that they started with. So like with our automotive programs and things like that, there's a lot for that. For welding, there's advanced uh, manufacturing. Um, for our seamanship program, they can go on and get their tankermans. Um, if they do that, that is, our seamanship program is probably one of our most successful um, programs on campus as far as wages when they when they graduate. Um, we just had a student graduate with his tankermans, um, so it allows him to work on that with petroleum and those sorts of things. And his starting wage was $106,000. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so advanced training is out there. It's available for them too, and it's paid for. Um, so that gives them an extension so they can be there longer than two years. But that does require them typically to go to another campus because we can't have everything all at one campus, so um, they do have to go to a different campus to do the advanced training. One of my favorite advanced trainings is a drone program, mm -hmm. and they're the nice drones, not the shitty drones. <laughs> they're the drones where you can make a living, you know, uh, by shooting photography. Is that on campus? That is at a different campus. After you graduate from here, you can go on to the advanced training drone program. And it doesn't matter what trade that you do, you could do the drone program. If you get selected, is it competitive? Um, some of them are, um, like we have an LPN program as well, a licensed practical nursing um, advanced trade, and that one is, is pretty competitive because um, there's only two of them in the country, um, and, they, and they go, they don't do open enrollment like we do for that. Everybody starts at the same time, like a traditional school, to do the LPN program. So that's, it is pretty competitive on, on some of them. But again, I mean, then they come out of that and they're, they're an LPN. They're, they're 
their, their, um, their passion, their nursing degrees are, are there, and then they're just a half a step away from getting their, their RN. So um, great possibilities for them as well. Do you know of students that are on campus and taking college classes up at Clatsop? Mm -hmm. Is that a common thing to happen, or is that pretty much your towards the end of their training program time? Um, it will happen after they complete a trade. Then they can apply to apply to be in, to come up here to Clatsop. Um, and we have, I think, we have eight students on campus right now. I think. Yes. So. In college? Attending Clatsop Community College is in addition to your graduating status at Tongue Point. So after you graduate from your program, you can come to Clatsop Community College. And stay on campus. And stay on campus. And we provide transportation. Wow. I think we're doing about a wrap-up time. Is there anything else that you want to talk to us about? I, I, this is a mission for me, it's something that I believe in. Uh, we are hiring and we're hiring in many positions and we need some more people to apply to Tongue Point Job Corps. And if you care about children and young people and you want our community to be successful, I encourage you to apply. And if you know a young person, please, please contact us. And if you have any questions, we can always, um, we're open to host tours. Um, I'm available. I've been hosting tours of every single day <laughs> for the last several, several weeks. Um, so if anybody wants to come out and take a tour, um, they can just give us a call. And how would they give you a call? Do you have a phone number that they would I call? I do. Um, would you like me just? I would like Okay. <laughs> um, 503-338-4956. And that's my direct, my direct line to my desk. So that's Erica. Erica Bruni is the admissions and recruitment gal. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I think Job Corps is what we need in our county to stay viable and important and really a training program for young people, both men and women. Yes, absolutely. From our six county area primarily that we're recruiting, so it is friends and family, it just becomes your own campus. And then Rich, uh, Roger is going to be following up on you as a graduating student and make sure that world, your world is great. I really appreciate it. And we'll continue learning about programs at Tongue Point over the next two months. So call Erica for a tour if you want more information. If, is there another way, say, does the... Um, Employment agency have information about Job Corps or where where else um, might down at, um, down at WorkSource WorkSource the WorkSource building here in town they have our um, they have a flyer up there in there as well and then there's always the website um, which is tonguepointjobcorps.org and they can get to Tongue Point directly and yes. to get information tonguepointjobcorps.org mm -hmm. how about that folks well thank you we'll be um, Looking for more Job Corps interviews next month and the following month. And thank you, Margaret Fremuth and KMUN, for helping us learn about educational and career opportunities in our area. I'm Sarah Meyer, and we'll be back on August the 9th.